listening to Season 2, Episode 10. Welcome! Thank you for tuning in to Let's Talk Shop. I am Therese and I'm your host. I run a business called Small Business Collaborative and you are listening to the season finale. I'm so excited to have you here and I look forward to a third season. If you are interested in being a guest on season three, there is a link in the show notes where you can apply to be a guest. I would love to hear from you. Season three will be coming later in this spring. It will ha- we will have a little break and um, then it will be back. I recorded today's episode with Hazel and Jimmy from the Woodlife Project just before the top draw in January and I really admire how they have built their business in the first year. I think it's amazing what they've achieved this year and I really admire their commitment and their values and how thoughtful they are when creating their products. Also, they're incredibly hardworking and very focused on why they're doing this and what they're leaving behind for their children. Towards the end of the recording, there's a doorbell that goes. That's just how it is working from home, but I couldn't edit out it all because it kind of cut the answer very weirdly by the time we got back to recording I completely forgot what was being said so I didn't really record it so sorry about that but this is where it would be handy to be you know a bit more of a audio professional before we get stuck into today's episode I want to tell you about something I'm doing on the 7th of February if you are new to wholesale or you're thinking about wholesaling then I am hosting a free webinar on the 7th of February. It's because I've had lots of new members in my Facebook group, which is called Let's Talk Wholesale. You can join there if you want with lots of questions about how to get started. So I thought rather than doing a live on it, I was going to, I'm doing a webinar and it will be about 45 minutes to an hour and there will be opportunity to ask questions about how to get started with your wholesale. The link to register can be found in the show notes and I would love to see you there. In the Facebook group, we will continue to do monthly lives on various topics on wholesale, which is why I decided to kind of break this out into its own separate thing because I have a whole plan of topics that we will be covering in the Facebook group. As always, I love seeing where you are tuning in, so do let me know and tag me over on Instagram. You can find me on at small underscore business underscore collaborative. Very long, I know, but I do love seeing what you're up to while you're listening to the podcast. And I will now stop rambling about things and let's get into today's episode with Hazel and Jimmy from The Woodlife Project. Hello, Hazel and Jimmy. Thank you so much for coming to Let's Talk Shop. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Hi. Uh, how are you guys doing? Very well, thank you. Yeah, really good, thank you. I would love for you to start off by telling us a little bit more about the Woodlife Project. So we founded our company last January. Um, so almost a year ago now we incorporated it. And it was born out of concerns that we had for the future of our planet and the legacy which was being left behind for our two young boys. 
um, sort of the plastic crisis, the mass-produced items for overseas and all of those things that you see on Blue Planet and stuff. And we decided there must be a better way of making different items from your house. So things that are made out of wood. Yeah. Yeah, so what we did, we, we kind of looked around the house, um, all the things that we had that were in plastic. So loads of, loads of kids' stuff that was in plastic. Uh, all the plates and lunch boxes and all those kinds of things that, that you buy. Um, so we sat down at the, at the kitchen table um, and I thought, right, we're not going to leave here until we until we come up with some really good uh, innovative ideas and uh, to replace the replace the plastic. So that was where it kind of came from. We we sat down and uh, I designed a few of the uh, plates and the lunch boxes, um, and it was kind of born from there really. And it took us a few months to kind of get to the point where we were ready for prototypes. Uh, we'd never done anything like this previously before. Uh, so everything was brand new and fresh. And we, we had no, no idea what we were doing, to be perfectly honest. And we were just working working each day, um, coming up against new problems um, and just trying to work those through. And like I say, we had no experience in manufacturing, no experience in retail. Um, so this was all brand new to us. Very exciting, though. We're just both from a corporate background. so. We definitely were fish out of water, but the amount we've learned since then has been unbelievable. So yeah, it must have been scary though. But I guess that drive was there. Yes, that doing something which is doing good for the environment, um, something that we're proud to do. Yeah, that's just been a massive driver for us. What What did you do before you started? then in the corporate world what was your background um, we both worked in financial services that's where we met so we are married we did meet at um, a financial services company um, I left there after a few years and did go into um, manufacturing where I was a production scheduler um, I absolutely mm -hmm. hated it though and then I found out I was pregnant so I decided that I didn't actually want to go back after maternity leave so I decided to take some time out um, now the boys are older and the youngest one is now in nursery. It was that time when I had to think about going back out to work. So it all tied in really well. Yeah. Did you dread having to go back? Yeah, I just knew I didn't want to go back to that lifestyle again. Um, that nine to five rat run. And yeah, that just wasn't for me. I felt like a square peg in a round hole. Um, and doing yeah. this, I just feel like I am where I'm supposed to be, as corny as that sounds. But I really, really enjoy what we're doing. I'm sure lots of us small business owners, we can recognise that though, because I think we probably all feel like that. Yeah, yeah. No, no. To a certain extent. And also she can't take orders from anybody, so it's probably <laughs> the best part of her. So she's the boss. She's then. absolutely the boss. It, it's, you, know, you have to do things certain way in corporate and you know, you're sort of thinking why do it like that when you can do it like that but you can't say those sorts of things but obviously you can with your own business so and you know you can tweak as you go along it's not like it has to go through several teams and that you have to write up a proposal yes, exactly that yes we are in charge <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what has been the biggest challenge do you think with start getting um, started definitely finding a manufacturer so um yeah we did struggle to find manufacturers in the uk it's very important for us part of our brand ethos is that everything has to be uk so we don't have that carbon footprint side yeah we did start with a manufacturer local to us but unfortunately we got our fingers burnt there 
Um, we did start a production run with them, but they um, called us in part way through and said that they couldn't honour the prices. So, yeah, that oh. wasn't good. It was bad. <laughs> so literally stop production, get all our wood out and then find another manufacturer. Yeah, because you would have had all that wood already, right? You had to invest in well, that. The investment front. actually came from our local council because we were part of a Dragon's Den style pitching event, which we were get some oh. um, investment which was in, in effect our seed money to start our business so we were granted some money to um, fund our first production run so all of that was invested in the wood and um, the production costs for this company. Hmm. So when what happened after that then you had to take everything out and then yeah, find I someone the else? Back. I called up the sawmill asked them to come and collect the wood and then we just started the hunt again for a manufacturer. Yeah, it, was, it felt like it was the end of the business then. Like we didn't actually have a business if we didn't have a manufacturer and we'd worked so hard to find that manufacturer. Yeah. Before before we started this, I, I genuinely thought that we would just pick up the phone and we'd be able to find manufacturers instantly. And very quickly it became apparent that, that we just, in the UK, we, we just do not manufacture with, in wood um, and everything is overseas now. It isn't just as easy mm. as just kind of you know pulling pulling the wood from one manufacturer and, and putting it somewhere else so hazel put in an enormous amount of work to to find another one for us as well um and luckily or fortunately really um with all the work that she put in that we managed to find one pretty quickly and it didn't really impact our our production runs um so we, we, you know, we were fortunate that way yeah it happened before um we had any customers which was really fortunate if it would have happened part way through an order you know it wouldn't have been a great a great start for us would have been more stressful yes. wouldn't it well you would think I think that a lot of people will have been surprised you know you think that you go out and you contact a manufacturer and they would want yeah, your business they do have to take a risk on you being new um we also think yeah most manufacturers that we've approached have all been set up for metal work or plastic oh. switch the machines to wood although they are the same machines they'd use they have to think about the extraction of wood and their machines getting messed up with wood. So they kind of have to invest a yeah. little bit and believe in what, what we're about. So Yeah, I guess the the whole health and safety for their manufacturers, like their staff and stuff, they're going to have to go through lots of yeah. new regulations yeah. and things. So what has been your biggest surprise with running your own business? I think it's just how much there is to learn. Like I didn't even give it a second thought when we started that I had to get barcodes or protect our IP. And yeah, wholesale. <laughs> There's so much to know, which we just didn't expect there to be so much. So yeah. it's definitely just how much behind the scenes stuff there is behind every single company that you see out there on the supermarket shelves etc yeah it, it, you don't really think about it until you have to do it sometimes and sometimes I think if we would have known all that would we have done it <laughs> well maybe it's good that you don't know all those things before you go into it yeah I yeah. think I think that didn't I think the fact we didn't know I think I think that didn't hold us back you know I think if we like I said if if we would have known those things maybe that would have put more pressure on us but because we didn't know we were quite ignorant to it we just kind of went a bit gung-ho and let's just do this and and didn't look back really uh we didn't start small so i know a lot of companies start quite small so you know they're, they're doing like little craft shows and the rest of it and we didn't have any of that experience we just went straight into retail um yeah so so we had to you know sink or swim really 
Uh, so we just went for it 100%. I mean, we say we launched in January. Our Dragon's Den pitch was in March. In April, I booked top draw for September. Yeah. So <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and then you had your production and then you launched basically at top draw. Yes. yes, that's right. We did do a sort of a soft launch at the Royal Norfolk show. Yeah. We did take um, some products which our previous manufacturer had made to sell. But we also took our other prototypes, so it was more of a market research, bit of a customer feedback exercise for us. And it, it just made us realise that we were on the right track, that there was appetite. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that was good. But yeah, definitely, um, yeah, we didn't really sell anything until we did top draw and we got our retailers on board. It's incredible. You're basically just one year in now. Yeah, yeah 19th of January we incorporated. <laughs> yeah, we're not quite not quite a year old yet. Yeah. So you will be celebrating your one year birthday at Top Draw. Nineteenth. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's right. Oh wait, no, wait. It won't be will it be a no, it won't be after Top Draw. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so how how have you found working together and building a business as, you know, a family run business? I think it's been good. I mean, there's the juggle of the children and yeah, just trying to share the roles a bit because I've been running the company from the beginning and Jimmy's have um, been working on his other role up until Top Draw. So since he yeah. came in, we're sort of trying to divide the roles a bit more. We're still finding our feet, but it's always been our dream to work together and have a family business. So Yeah, so yeah. I guess from, from my point of view, I kind of struggled a little bit uh, from the beginning uh, because I was working in, because uh, I, I work in financial services and in banking and I was working in London at the time as well. So I'm a, I'm a contractor. I'm a project manager and a program manager. So like Hazel said, um, I I kind of was creating the, the designs and all that kind of stuff behind the scenes um, at, the, yeah. at the weekends and evenings and, and then, but she was running the, the company from day to day um, and then got to top draw. And it became really apparent that actually this is more than just one person can can kind of handle. Um, so I just taken a bit of a hiatus from my, from my normal job, if you like, in inverted commas. Yeah, and working working uh, side by side with Hazel, which has been really good. I've really enjoyed it, and it's strange that I can take a lot of the skills I've got in a in a corporate background, so the project management, understanding what the finances are, scheduling, or you know, risk management, and all those kind of boring things, but are actually really yeah. important to a to a small company to understand exactly where your money is, what you're spending your money on, how what your cash flow looks like, and, and taking those skills and and kind of bringing them across. So we're quite lucky. In that in that respect, that we've got those skills to sort of draw upon within the business. Definitely, cash flow and that risk is probably one of the hardest things for a small business to deal with. It's definitely not my forte. So, <laughs> well, that's why you wanted to build a business together. No, you can both utilize your skills. Yeah, we've both got the same driver as well, which is really important. Yeah, we want to make success of a of a, of a business because you know that every single piece of effort that you put into it is for, for yourself and for your for your family um whereas when you're working in a corporate you know you're, you're working for somebody else whereas everything you do here is you you're working for yourselves and um you know the amount of late nights and that we've been doing since since top draw of, in september mm. you know, we don't have any days off i think we were taking orders up until christmas eve wow we had christmas day and maybe, I think there were some orders that orders came, came through Boxing Day. Some again, more orders yeah. came through Boxing Day. So 
yeah, all the way through. You know, it, it's just non-stop. And even in preparation for the next top draw, which is coming up, Hayes and I were working until you know eleven o'clock last night as well. Um, and that's just regular. You know, that's what just what we're doing at the moment. Yeah, but at least you're seeing each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, in, if you did that in a different, you know, more in the corporate setting, you probably wouldn't even see each other or your children. Well, that's yeah. right. When I was working in London, uh, I was working down there, sort of Monday to Monday to Thursday, and, and working at home on Friday. So I missed out on on a lot of the, the home life. So. For me, being at home with the children, being able to do the school runs or share the school runs, mm. seeing them, just doing things like bedtime stories and you know the normal kind of stuff that you do, uh, it's been it's been great for me. So it's really nice that you can work during the day, see the kids when they come home from school or nursery, uh, and then you know then spend some good time with with Hazel doing the you know working on the on the company as well. So yeah, it's, it's a really good mix. All that is also a great reminder on why you're doing it. Yeah, definitely. Why are you staying up late working on the business? Yeah, and then always we've got in the back of our mind that this business is actually doing good. It's it's replacing plastics out there. And yeah, we've got big ambitions and we want to keep growing. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. So what platforms are you selling on now then? Um, So we are on not on the high street. I paid for them a while ago and got a no back from them, but I kept persevering with them. <laughs> Then they came and saw us at Top Draw and yeah, we got signed up after that. So yeah, we started with them in November. We also in November signed up with Friends of Jewels too. We were really pleased about that. Yeah. And also Mama Brown and Co. So this is a new online marketplace, which is a new company as well. We met at a Cat at Top Draw too. Oh, that's exciting. And then you have your own website as well. Yeah, we've got our own website and obviously our retailers. Yeah. And how many retailers are you stocked in now? Um, it's about 30 that we're stocked in at the moment. That's amazing in a year. Yeah, that was. Uh, when we when we went to Top Jaw, um, I, I thought that if we get three retailers over the three days, I thought that would be really good. So I kind of, some expectations of one, one a day. Um, mm. I think we did that the, you know, we did three in the first sort of hour or so of being there. So uh, we were kind of blown away with with the response that we had from retailers. Retailers are looking for companies like ours, which have got a very strong ethical kind of brand. Um, and everything we do is ethical, you know, from the manufacturing, the packaging, all, all the way through that. Um, yeah. we, we definitely live and breathe it. Um, and I think retailers can see that and they want to buy into it because their customers are buying into it. So, yeah, we were... You know, to have have like thirty in less than a year, with and also not on High Street and Jewels, I think it's just amazing. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of work behind the scenes to get all of those retailers as well. So Hazel's put in an enormous amount of work to be able to do that. Reaching out. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not you know you they might have discovered you at top draw but it's not easy to actually get them to buy and stock you so i mean it must have been a lot of learnings and it must have been a really hard but it, i mean it's, it's amazing it's 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 a challenge when you're talking to people um about the products because our products aren't cheap you know you can buy a plastic plate where i don't know a pound or something and our, mm. you know ours retail you know around 30 pounds so that isn't really an easy conversation. So the retailer, you need to invest a lot of time with a retailer to explain to them why it costs thirty pounds, and what you know where the wood comes from, how the how it's manufactured, how the the packaging is produced, and all that kind of stuff. So they can then 
tell our customers as well and pass that story on. Yeah. And it's also the quality of the goods as well. It's not something that you're going to chuck away. It's something that, that you know, your children can use and their children can use after that. It's a timeless gift, really. Isn't yeah, it? it's a time. Exactly. It's a timeless gift and which can be used as well um, on a day to day basis. You know, our children are still using the same ones that we made like a year ago. So, you know, they're, so they're good quality pieces of, of, of products, but um, they are they are more expensive than a plastic one. So you do have to spend some time with a retailer explaining those things. The good thing is that retailers, they, they're willing to listen now because their customer really wants to find those more meaningful products yeah. and, and stuff now. Yes, it's definitely timely and needed as well, obviously. How have you experienced dealing with retail buyers? Is it what you expected it to be? What, how how are you finding it? Yeah, they're, I say they're all normal people and... You know they've they've been great as well. Like we've asked them what we could do to improve and stuff like that, and they've been really willing to give us that feedback, which has been good as a new company. Um, mm. We we do need to get better at communicating next year, definitely. Um, say since Top Draw, we've literally been in the weeds getting orders out, and we only just caught up really before before Christmas. So it's definitely learning curve for us, but yeah, it's been really good. I think. Um... When, when we've been talking to them, because we were quite new, well, because we are very new to it, we were asking lots and lots of questions. You know, how is when when we were sent you the products, was mm. come in one piece? Was the, was the packaging okay? Uh, was there any damage to the outside boxes? All that kind of stuff. And what can we do to help you? You know, what size boxes do you want to receive the products in? You know, all yeah. all of those different things. We're just asking and asking and asking to make sure that what we're doing is is what the retailers even, actually want yeah, their experience of the different carriers yeah because yeah. we yeah. one particular carrier and that wasn't really working out mm. so you know we switched to another one and that then that's much better and so yeah. if unless you engage with the retailers you don't you don't know those things so they, they could be sitting there thinking well you know i don't i don't want to work with the, the woodlife project because their carrier is damaging products or something you know so unless you if yeah. you pick up the phone and ask that dialogue with them. You, you don't know so I think it's good to even what you want to hear I think you need to you need to listen to it yeah. and take it on board that's it I think that's so good that you've done that because like people really you know they feel that you're taking care of them then yeah they part their knowledge as well you know they've obviously run shops for years or whatever and obviously they're gonna know more than we do yeah and we all have like carriers that we don't like particularly <laughs> it's just making it as easy as possible for them yes yes to buy from you so how much time have you put into actively kind of trying to find new stock guests and keeping in touch with them and that sort of thing i would say not as much as we would like to and that's definitely on the list of stuff to get better at this year say we we got so many orders at top draw that we have been pretty much working in the business rather than on the business so we did take a day last year um I think it was about just after top draw um when we rang up a couple of local companies and asked if we could come in with our stock to see them that day yeah we went to two and one of them brought off us there and then so oh brilliant there's a lot around our area that we feel like we could go and visit and get some more stockers on board so you know the possibilities are endless just picking up the phone asking to come and see them I don't think you I don't think you can ever do enough I think yeah. there's always there's always another thing that you can do mm. and it's just about pushing it and pushing it as far as you, as far as you can uh just picking up the phone emailing people taking you know, we've got stock in the back of the car as well so if we see any 
<laughs> you know, you can just knock on a door and say, hi, this is us. Yeah. It, I think you have to, you have to try and try every, proactive, yeah, you've got to be really, yeah, exactly. You need to be proactive on what you're doing. I think for me, it's about how much, so if you've got an existing retailer, it's around how much do you chase that person or how much, you know, it's just, it's great to be able to pick up the phone and say, hi, how are you doing? How are products selling? That kind of thing. But without coming across as being pushy. Mm. Or trying, yeah. Trying to sell you know the same you know products to them again and again and again um and just sort of seeing them as a as a cash cow um it's about making sure that they're okay and making sure their products are selling well and 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 that we're giving them a good service i think if you just checking in every so often no you know people are happy they would rather you check in than not tell them about new products or things that are doing really well or you know they want to be kept updated because that keeps makes their job easier i suppose yeah and we're, and we're using the the two new products that we're bringing to top drawer as well we're using that to kind of uh go back to our existing retailers as well to say that we brought we're bringing two new products uh to market before we go to top drawer would you like you know to put in an order or have a look at them that kind of thing we're taking care of them before we find another retailer so if they want to put an order in we at least we can put them to the front of the queue they want you know if if, if we're lucky enough to get a, an order from those guys and i'm sure they appreciate that everyone loves to see new things yeah that's what we want we don't want it to be pushy we just want it to be you know we're doing this if you'd like to take advantage of it now before it goes to top draw then then great we don't want it to come across as pushy but you know just giving them the opportunity to place an order and i'm sure you know you will get into more of a rhythm with it this year you know if they if you find the retailer places an order every two months then you contacting them every six weeks is probably a good idea to kind of remind them whereas if they order twice a year maybe you don't need to contact them as frequently because maybe then for them that is a bit too often Mm -hmm. so i'm sure you will find that out i i know some people i think it was Vicky from emails, she says she has, as part of her process, she asks them when she sets up a new stockist, how often, you know, they place his orders and that sort of thing, or how often they are likely to top up so that she has that information about how often they want to be contacted. Yeah. That's a good idea. We can add that to our lead forms. (laughs) Um, Not everyone will maybe know and, because something can come in and do exceptionally well, but that's a good problem to have. So have you made a plan on how you're going to grow your wholesale this year? Um, well, we are at top draw um, next week, but a plan, probably not so much. <laughs> I think, uh, well, for us, I, I think what we need to do is we need to go to top draw, understand exactly what the orders are, are, are looking like. Um, we've got manufacturing is a lot more stable now. We've got packaging, which is which is great. We've got uh, my sister um, who works at um, she owns her own business which is and create and she does all of our all of our design work for our packaging so we, we've got all of that behind us now so yeah. the next year it's about top draw and it's also about knocking on people's people's um people's doors and and pushing that forward as well yeah and how do you feel about approaching people because it's i guess completely different from what you both did in your previous roles do you was that something you felt comfortable with? or I remember our first day at Top Draw and someone was coming to approach. It's like, no, you do it, you do it. Do <laughs> <laughs> one, I think, done. You, you know, you can take that worry away because you've already done it. But yeah, I mean, it's not the most comfortable thing, picking, you know, cold calling someone, but 
I've just got that drive behind me that I want our business to be successful. So I just suck it up and get on with it. Yeah. And do you find it gets easier? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The more you do it, definitely. Yeah. And it's good that you got around that. I think having that drive and like remembering why you're doing something. Yeah, exactly. It's so important. So um, have you set any, like, even if you don't have like a massive, like structured plan for how you're going to grow your wholesale, do you think that, have you set any, like, this is how many potential stock is we should approach? What, how, how, how do you? want to go about it so we're actually just in the sort of process of sort of coming up with a target for next for this year sorry the mm-hmm. target for this year and we've kind of smashed a lot of the targets that we'd even set ourselves last year yeah uh, so so i think for us it's about we would we would really like to 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 land a couple of really big orders which are which are sustainable and and going forward are, are regular orders. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think for us that would that would be that would be great if we if we could do that. Yeah, just knowing that regularity, I suppose. And do you have a list of retailers that you think could be those customers, like a dream list or something? Yeah, we we have we have a list of things, uh, re- retailers that we'd like to to work with and that we think um, our brand would sit well with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's about pursuing those this year making sure that we also look but yeah the flip side of that is looking after the the retailers the the initial retailers as well which placed all just for a handful of things it's making sure that those guys are taken care of so you know it for us it's about maybe landing one or two really big orders but also just keeping that not on the high street going because that's really good as well that that gets our products out there yeah yeah so it's a difficult tightrope to walk really where you're trying to grow your business so you've got some big orders but then also making sure that that the bread and butter type side of it is taken care and of as well processes are all robust enough to be able to cope with the expanding volumes and manufacturing a geared up for it yeah so we've so we've got a distribution yeah. center which we're working with now as well so we're just about to move into move into that which will help us as a business as well so the orders will go direct so the retail orders will go directly to the to the distribution center so it would be uh, great. You will be able to have some more time to work yeah. on the business then. Definitely invest the, the time in our current existing retailers and any leads that we get next week too. And all of the leads that we got from the previous yes. one as well. Yeah. Um, but it's a little bit like letting go of your baby slightly when it goes to a distribution centre because you don't see every every order that goes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not checking every single thing. You know, you, you need to trust people to do that. but the distribution center we've got really good amazing. yeah it's been amazing so um yeah no complaints on that side as well it's just a little bit nerve-wracking letting go of something that you've been working on and and quite precious about yeah of course because you want that service to the end customer to be the same yeah you want them to be happy but you know this sort of thing moving to distribution center means that you can continue keeping your customers happy because you know you know that you can fulfill the orders in time yes yeah Definitely. So with exhibiting your top draw, what what would you say is the biggest thing you learn if someone is exhibiting for the first time? What what tips would you, what would you advise them to do? Well, firstly, I'd recommend that they get a mentor. <laughs> oh, <no>. A mentor. <laughs> I don't know any choice, but yeah, we... we... <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> Definitely know your numbers. Get your sales material 
ready and make sure it's correct just so you get an idea of all the different terminologies and things that are out there. I say we were com- it's completely alien to us before we worked with you and without you, yeah, we would have probably fallen flat on our face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think so. You work very hard. I think <laughs> I think with wholesale, you can figure it out, but rather than, I suppose the thing that can happen is that you maybe if you don't come across as experienced enough, people don't trust you the first time around. Incredible, because you know what you're talking about and what they want. Just to make, yeah, them, yeah you've got to be an easy company to work with for those. They but don't th- want to be holding hands, do they? No, but I think working with you, Trace, has just really helped us with the terminology and even even things I never even thought about, which is the size of the the boxes and things like that that you'd send to a retailer need to be within a certain size and a certain weight all of those things we hadn't I had no idea about so having a mentor has been great for us because you can point us in the right direction and then and then we'll work really hard to 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 achieve those things but unless you know where to kind of focus on and what to do we Mm. would not have had a clue so um margins and markups and yeah, and sale or returns and well, knowing your numbers is knowing your numbers is really crucial. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think it's one of those things that if you maybe are more of a creative, you don't want to think about as much, but it's so important. Yeah, if you want to be a creative business rather than more of a hobby, I guess. You need yeah, those things because they're the things that are going to you know keep you afloat. Afloat. Yeah, <laughs> but it is boring. Of it is the number side of it is really boring um, it is and and it takes a lot of hard work but once you've cracked it then you're just adding to it all the time so it's a, it's yeah. a hard work it, it, initially it's a lot of hard work but after that you know it's just up, updating spreadsheets and things like that which is you know really really easy um, yeah but you do need to have that behind you because then you also know that you know for us we're helping we're helping the environment but we're also helping our family as well there's no for us, we can't run a business just on, on, on goodwill. You know, we need to make a profit, you know, some money on this. But so we've got two drivers. One is for the environment and one is for our family. So they're two very powerful drivers for us. Yeah. And the best thing is that they, they go hand in hand. If one goes well, it works. It benefits both. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, precisely. Um, so with Top Draw and being at your second show this, well, from this weekend, what... um. In comparison to last time, is there anything you're going to do differently? <laughs> <laughs> organization, getting the getting everything organized before yes. we get there. Um, I thought we were organized last time, and it's just things, really simple things like making sure you know where all the lights are for your stand, you know where all the all the paperwork is, you know where the clipboards are that you're going to have, you know where all your products are. Um, mm. Everything is really easily labeled up because I had no idea just how busy top drawer was on setup and 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 shut down or close down day um it's about having all those things to hand um and we were prepared the first time so we had step ladders and all that kind of thing there were so many people running around looking for step ladders gold dust yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's little things like that and making sure that when you're putting a stand up you know you've got access to drills and all that yeah. stuff really behind the scenes it's just that organization is making sure that all that's in place, I think, for us is, is the biggest learnings um, before that. And just to have fun when you're there as well, just work yeah, hard. You it. pay a lot of money to be there, so yeah. you need to work really hard while you are there. Yeah, absolutely. Are those people 
you pay money to do it so just make the most out of it enjoy it and even if people don't place an order there and they kind of look at it and and walk away you know don't take that as a negative you just got to keep working hard because it might it might be the fact that they don't want to buy today that's not quite what they want in our range for today but they might want it next year um, yeah making sure you ca- capture their details having that dialogue with them over time which we haven't been very good at as hazel said uh, not that we haven't been very good at but we need to get better at and that's purely because we've just been in the weeds trying to get our manufacturing correct but it's about keeping that dialogue going and even if they, like i say if they don't order today they might order next week yeah and i think that you you know there's time a lead doesn't go you know there's time for that they all have also just come out of their busiest time of the year so that you haven't had the time to get in touch as much as you wanted to doesn't need to be a negative no i suppose they probably wouldn't have welcomed an email on 3rd of december when they're you know they're, they're so busy trying to get ready for their christmas sale yeah i think now at top draw and going forward afterwards is you know a really good time to kind of push your sales and reintroduce yourselves and that sort of thing the new products i think is a really good opening gambit for that such a good yeah absolutely and so how have you found dealing with show organizers because that could also be an experience um yeah we've we've been fine and um, we've, we've dealt with the same lady and yeah she's always been nice and she's helped us find a, a better spot for next now this time around yeah i've I've had positive experiences. So that's good because you were in Spotted the first time around and now you are kind of more like, I guess, in the main section of the show. We're downstairs this time. We're stand Q33, which is on the edge of Gift, but next to Play. So because we've got quite a few children's products, that works quite well for us being near the where the buyers will be going for the children's stuff as well as gifts. So. Mm. Yeah. Well, with the organisers, I think Hazel's had to be quite dogmatic about pushing us forward, um, because for that for them, they've they've got to they've got to fill those they've got to fill those stands, um, yeah. and we're one of we're one of many that they're, that they're they're dealing with. So for us, Hazel's had to really push that forward um, and and take care of our brand and make sure that we've got the right stand in the right place for the right amount of money. Uh, right amount of investment should I say so I think you just need to keep pushing that forward and you know being polite and pleasant and all those kind of things and and they've made and the organizers made that very easy for us as well mm. it's been a, on the whole a, a good experience yeah. but you do need to you know we, we're a company whereas when they look at us we're a company but looking out from us you know that's our brand that's they're our products you know yeah that, that is something that's very precious to us so so we have to protect that as much as possible. And I think Hazel does good with pushing us forward and getting us into the right places. Yeah, it's good to have a very clear idea of where you want to be so that you don't get placed where they think, because they might not know your business as well as you do, obviously. Yeah. So They wanted yeah, put us in the play area of just being children's wear, but we are conscious that we're not just children. We do do grown-up stuff too. So we had to say we've got um, a couple of new products um, which are in the pets range. So that way we were able to go into the gift section. Yeah. Yeah. Be exciting to see how how you find the experience differently from being in the spotted yeah. section. Yeah, so there's quite a lot of room up there and we could spread around a bit, but this time <laughs> I feel like we're going to be a bit more pinned in. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. But 
but it will be nice. And, you know, you will have different stand neighbours. You can learn from other people. Yeah, we loved our stand neighbours last time. They were all brilliant. Yeah, we loved it. So I'm looking forward to seeing who we who we get next. It makes such a difference, though, doesn't it? If you are standing there for days when there is no buyers around, that you have people to chat to. and Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah they, they did make a, a, a great a great difference for us being there next to them yeah so what's next for for your business what 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 are you hoping to achieve this year um we are keeping on with our innovation so developing more products we've got a few things in the pipeline and really just getting out in front of more people more retailers so yeah for me it's around so we're launching um the dog and cat pet bowls and and mm-hmm. that's quite exciting because that opens up a whole new group of uh, retailers. Um, yeah. So that's going to be really good. And the distribution centre as well. Hopefully yeah. that will make life a lot easier, yeah, a lot hopefully. more streamlined. Smooth um, transition. So we can invest more time in, in the retailers actually um, going to see people um, sort of face-to-face, not just emails. Yeah, so so hopefully just streamlining the business a bit more, make it a bit more efficient and then developing the, the products as well, because that's the bit I really enjoy, which is the creative side of it um, more than anything else. So so doing those things as well. Have you always been creative like that? Or is that something that kind of came about that, well, you realised with this? No, I've, all, I've, I've always been creative. Um, I've just never really had the opportunity to kind of express it in a, in a way that I'm actually, you know, in the business kind of sense. Yeah. So yeah, I've always I've always enjoyed you know, drawing and painting and those kinds of things. So this has been really good that I can do all of those things and and have a business and and work with my family as well. Yeah, it sounds like I guess you found what you meant to do. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> it feels it feels like that. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah, if, if we keep getting orders and it keeps growing, then then that's awesome. That sounds like so exciting. I'm I'm so excited to see what happens this year. Also, I'm looking forward to seeing the pet bowls because, you know, <laughs> I talk a lot about my dog. <laughs> I always ask my guests to share a brand or a maker, or retailer, someone that you think is really admirable and doing something that you connect with and deserves a shout out. This was pretty difficult to choose. For me, um, I've got to go with Veronica Dealey. Um, who does the cards. I listened to her on a podcast um, with Holly Tucker on the Conversations of Inspiration. Yeah. I've always followed her for a while. And, um, yeah, she's also been a mentor to me over the past few months. And, yeah, she's brilliant. She's such a lovely girl. Um, her humour's amazing. And, yeah, I just I just love her work too. Yeah, and then also for me, um, the Cambridge Satchel Company. So, really, uh, yeah. She is just amazing. So I've, I've I've listened to quite a few podcasts with her and read quite a few things and her drive and why can't I do this? I'm doing it. That sort of side has been really instrumental to me with this business, just thinking, why can't it be me? Why can't I do yeah. it? You know, yeah, she's she's been brilliant. And obviously I love the bags too. <laughs> I, <Yeah. them. laughs> I love her story. I yeah. that she started that business with five hundred pounds and just an idea is amazing. I know. Yeah, she's yeah. Oh yeah. 
she's great and the whole thing about her daughter to put her in private school like i just think it's such an inspirational story yes definitely yeah she's great do you also have uh, someone jimmy uh yeah there's a there's a couple really for me there's um wilf jones who's the uh black farmer uh, yeah to, to a couple of his podcasts and um sort of know a little bit about him as well and uh i kind of connected with some of the elements of his story mm-hmm. so the fact that he was dyslexic and I'm dyslexic and he struggled at school and, and so did I. Uh, yeah. So, and I really enjoyed the fact that he's just raw and there's just no nonsense. He just gets on with it and nothing holds him back. And he, he kind of held on to a single dream and, and kind of followed that all the way through his life. So I really like that. Uh, yeah. I think for kind of retailers, kind of kind of flip that a little bit where it's actually our packaging company that we work with, Healy's. Um, I think they've just been amazing uh, partners to work with. The fact that the, the eco side of what they're doing is amazing. Um, they've delivered on time, which as a small business like us, that really matters. Yeah. And, they, and they go the extra yard for us or the extra mile really for us um, regularly just to help us out, making sure that we've got everything that we need, um, the quality of the stuff. And that really does make a big difference, making yeah. sure that we know that our our our, our products are in, in quality packaging um, and the way that they've looked after us I think is, is awesome that's so nice to hear and I guess you get that experience and then you do the same for your customers it's a nice yeah. way to do it yeah they're definitely a joy to do business with so and that's what we want people to say about us so and I think yeah on a as a whole for, for this year, just looking back as just around the mentors that we've had as well so so you trades has been have been great. Uh, we've had a, and we've had several mentors. We we have several mentors that we've been working mm. with because, you know, if you're the smartest person in the room, you you're in the wrong room. I think so. We, <laughs> we work with um, Darren Harper, um, who's in Tech Velocity. So he's been really good helping us with our numbers, helping us make sure that we've got a a, a plan for what the business needs to be, and also family members as well. So like my dad is helping us with, as as mentoring as well. Oh, nice! It's just making sure that you've got people around even if you don't take their advice it's about hearing it and taking it out on board and it might not be relevant today but it might be relevant tomorrow so mm. it's about getting other people's ideas it's asking um, the question yeah yeah and 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 being willing to be told that you're wrong yeah um or that that's not quite right the way you're approaching it or you know have you thought about this and have you thought about that and, and having those conversations i think is really good i love that i think I think I can't remember what podcast it was, but I, someone said that you know, uh, you know that's how they built their business. I, I wonder if it was the Bowden guy oh. uh, on Holly Tucker's podcast, maybe, and you know how he recognised that you know you hire the people or work with the people that knows it better than you. Mm-hmm. That's how you grow your business. Yeah definitely i think it's so important if you can save time you can save heartache or headaches by by getting some advice why you know i think that's so important and getting different views and stuff too yeah yeah definitely agree with that we're people at the end of the day and we've got you know we've got our own opinions but it's also good to hear other things too just in case there's something we haven't considered yeah you then have to take all that information and do what's right for your business and for you yes yeah it doesn't hurt to have some help sometimes i think no i think i think we all need help 
and, and all the time, you know, if, if, you know, all the time we need we need help and guidance. So why would you not? Why would you not take that take that in? Thank you so much for coming on Let's Talk Shop. Would you like to share how people can find you or buy your product and see what you're doing? Yeah, so we are online at www.thewoodlifeproject.com and our email address is info at thewoodlifeproject.com. Um, we are on Instagram and Facebook at Woodlife Project. That's brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on the show and I hope you have a brilliant show at Top Draw. Yeah, thank you. It's been really enjoyable. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you so much for tuning in to the season finale of Let's Talk Shop. And thank you to Hazel and Jimmy for being a part of the podcast and coming on as guests. I really hope that you all enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love for you to hop over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and leave a review or a rating. It really helps the podcast grow and for other people to discover it too. So I so appreciate it. I'm sure you can relate to that because I'm sure you really appreciate when customers leave you positive reviews or mentions you on social media or or email you like a positive comment. So I really appreciate it just as much. So thank you very much. And the podcast will be back later this spring. Keep an eye out over on Instagram for more updates on when or hit that subscribe button because then you will be notified when the next season starts. Thank you so much for tuning in and have the most wonderful day.